Hello, and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money and work less so you can enjoy having your ideal business and ideal life. This is Ann Backrack. Today, we're talking about five limiting beliefs that may be holding you back from being even more successful. You know, it's all about perspective, whether you're facing a business challenge or a physical one. Having the right mindset can determine how successful you are. In fact, studies by Stanford University psychologist Carol Dweck have shown that the power of mindset lies in whether you have a fixed or growth mindset. A fixed mindset is the belief that you are who you are and nothing can change that. This encompasses a level of intelligence, talents, and creative abilities. When you have a fixed mindset, it may lead to feelings of failure if you don't think you're smart enough or capable enough to handle the obstacles that you will inevitably face as a business owner. Now, a growth mindset, on the other hand, is the perspective that you can continue to learn and adapt to different situations that may arise. Even if you fail, you tend to learn from those failures and turn them into future successes. People with growth mindsets are curious and actively seek to keep learning, a characteristic that is necessary for success. While a growth mindset is more conducive to a successful business, it's not always easy to change your mindset. The first step in changing how you view yourself and the world around you is identifying what limiting beliefs you may have that are holding you back. So what is a limiting belief? Well, a limiting belief is a false belief that something is impossible based on one's own limitations and abilities. Limiting beliefs often keep you from pursuing or setting bigger goals for your business and is a mindset that can hold you back from reaching your true potential. So let's talk about five examples of limiting beliefs that you can identify and then overcome. So number one is, I can't compete with and insert a competitor's name. So maybe your product or service isn't the first of its kind. There may be hundreds or even thousands of competitors out there, but guess what? None of those are founded by you. When you focus on how you do something better than your competitors in the same way they're doing them, you lose out on the potential to be uniquely you and attract clients who connect with your voice and your brand. There's nothing wrong with a little healthy competition, but take a step back and ask yourself, are you motivated by your competition or do you feel defeated by them before you ever even get started? If it's the latter, let's talk about some strategies for fostering a healthy competition and using it as your fuel. The first one is delegate competitor research to someone on your team. Let a team member analyze the competition and deliver insights that are useful to your business. That way you can benefit from the end results without feeling discouraged and without comparing yourself to others. Another way is ignore the competition. Maybe not the most common business advice, but by ignoring what others are doing, you're creating a space for yourself to truly focus on how you want to grow your business your way. 
Another one is compete with yourself instead. The healthiest competition is one with yourself. Set incremental goals for your business. And once you reach them, celebrate and then set even higher goals. Number two, I'm not an expert in the field. Imposter syndrome is something that everyone faces at some point in their lives, usually more than once even. Who are you to speak about your industry when you don't know everything there is to know about it? And yet you may know more than you think in any given scenario. The trick is to adopt to a growth mindset and never stop learning. If you learn something new that contradicts what you've said in the past, be transparent and share what you've learned. It doesn't make you any less respectable. In fact, many people have increased respect for people willing to admit they were wrong. Number three, I should be able to figure this out by myself. Delegating tasks can be scary because that means relinquishing some control of your business. As you grow, however, it's necessary to learn how to delegate to others and your business will be so much better off for it. Take stock in your strengths and weaknesses. Use your strengths to push your business forward and delegate areas of weakness to someone else who sees it as their strength. Your time will be so much better spent on things you are good at and only you can do. And you definitely don't need to be good at everything. Download my free delegation exercise to help you identify even more activities to delegate. And I'm sure you have more to delegate by going to accountabilitycoach.com forward slash delegation hyphen list hyphen sample. Number four. My product or service needs to be perfect before I launch it. As Winston Churchill said, perfection is the enemy of progress. The more time you take to perfect your product or service before launching it, the less confident you may feel in launching it at all. Other negative effects may include lower team morale overall and more pressure felt to attain perfection because of the boss's example. Once you're aware of your perfectionist tendencies, you can reframe your mindset and approach it with a learning mindset. Learn from the imperfections and make some adjustments based on feedback. Your business will be more successful for it. And number five, I can't show weakness to my team members. Being vulnerable is not considered a weakness. It's what makes us human. While you may feel the need to put on a front of overconfidence and knowing everything, it can actually create a company culture of dissatisfaction and toxic hierarchy between you and the rest of your team. Demonstrating vulnerability increases the approachability of a leader and can create more encouragement across your business. A good leader knows that they can't succeed alone and knows when to ask for help. Limiting beliefs do just that. They limit your potential, your company's success, your ability to grow as an individual and as a leader. What are your limiting beliefs? How do they hold you back? Write down what your own limiting beliefs are so you can be empowered to break them down and cultivate a growth mindset that will propel your company forward to your next level of success. 
for help with overcoming limiting beliefs, you can always reach out to me and schedule your complimentary consultation. Well, my hope for our time together is that you got value and an idea or two that will help you be even more successful personally and professionally. Feel free to share my podcast with others as it can be found at accountabilitycoach.com as well as on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And of course, if you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, subscribe to the Accountability Minute which can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English-speaking countries, as well as on accountabilitycoach.com. And always aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day, today and every day. I appreciate you listening. Oh, and by the way, if you're getting value from any of my podcasts, please take a minute to leave me a short rating and review. I'd really appreciate it, and I always love to hear from you.